Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am Scotty Waz. Welcome. Welcome back, Cotter. Don't know what that means. Anyway, as you can tell, uh, a li- still playing a little under the weather. Should be fine, though. Things are good. Day to day. Stuff is going on. But we had a lot of stuff going on this weekend for the Maryland Black Bears as they had two matinee showcases up there in the uh, the crown jewel of Connecticut, Danbury. I don't know if that's true or not. I've never been there. But in any case, two matchups, three, uh, three o'clock Friday, three thirty Saturday, ruins your whole day. But hey, a couple of wins, that'll that'll make your day a lot better. So we'll see what the Black Bears could do by now. Hopefully you know. If not, I'm the first one telling you. Congratulations, we've done it. Starting off on Friday, uh, the Black Bears just getting off the bus and ready to go. Just a big, quick start, really peppering the net for Dan Barry. Uh, getting some shots on, getting their legs loose. Uh, Miles Roberts was solid in net uh, for the early going, but then the Black Bears strike 559 into, and it's Jesse Horacek with a uh, a nice little play as uh, a great passing play between uh, himself and uh, Michael Ergo and Dimitri Kibrew. Uh Says Michael Ergo. I thought it was uh, I thought it was Adam Shankula, but in any case, a nice little play waiting for a uh, delayed call. Uh, Horacek, six. Ergo's sixth assist. And Dimitri Kibrew, his 12th assist of the year. Black Bears up one to nothing. Adam Shankula, aforementioned, uh, he is uh, putting himself on the board right after the halfway point as he gets his sixth of the year off a uh, nice little rebound from a uh, Keaton Lipset shot. Uh, and then it's in the net. There you go. Big Lipset puts it on net. Shankula cleans up the rebound. It's his sixth of the year. Lipsick, six assists. Dimitri Kibrew, another assist, 13th of the season. Black Bears up uh, two to nothing. Uh, Owen LePac was solid in net for the early going for the Black Bears. Didn't get tested too, too much, but stayed in the game. Uh, stayed in the game mentally. Was able to get things going, uh, which is always good for a young goaltender to stay into it. Stopped all six shots in the first frame. Black Bears up two to nothing going into intermission. Second period, a lot of ebbs and flows, back and forth action on both sides of the docket. Uh, Black Bears getting a lot more chances than Danbury did, creating a lot more space for themselves. Uh, able to get 13 shots off in the frame, and one of them gets through. As with uh, 4.01 remaining, Evan Sofakitis gets his first of his NAHL career with a nice little shot coming down the right side, just rips it home over the top of the shoulder of uh, Roberts, and it is three to nothing on Sofakitis' first. Ryder Neenhouse with his second, and then uh, Benjamin Tauser with his fourth assist. Black Bears up 3 to nothing, but with under a minute to go, uh, Alexios uh, Georgialakis got himself his first of the year with 58 seconds to ruin the shutout bid for LePac, and uh, the Black Bears go into intermission up 3 to nothing. Three to one, going to intermission, up three to one. Then early going into the uh, third period, Black Bears get an early power play, and they make no mistake about it. Matthew Croxel, his sixth goal of the season from Dimitri Kieber, getting his 14th assist, his third of the game, and Evan Sofakitis getting his 10th assist. Uh, and the Black Bears get there. They're able to hold off. Dan Barry limited them to only six shots in the third frame. Owen LePec was solid, making 20 saves in his first NEHL victory. Black Bears take this one home 4-1. to one. Uh, Big win. Again, uh, like I said last week, these are the wins you want to have in your pocket going forward. These are the wins you should have 
and Black Bears get that one. But there's always a second game on a weekend, unless it's a random Tuesday game, and the Black Bears were able to get back to it again. Now, they had a little bit of a uh, pushback from Dan Barry. Dan Barry did start to uh, start their game a little bit earlier, had a lot more chances in there. LePec, again, starting uh, on the on this afternoon, was very solid, tracked the puck very well through traffic. Uh, in the first uh, period and was able to get things going, stopping all 10 shots. Black Bears get it going later on in the first period. And, hey, Jesse Horacek, who else? Why not get yourself another opening goal uh, in this one? If this was a, a, a fish goal, you'd have two on the weekend. My goodness. But he gets one going. Uh, low wrister right through the wickets of CJ here. And that's his seventh of the year. Dimitri Kieber's 15 assists. Cal Houston with his fourth assist from the blue line. Black Bears up one nothing as that's what they'll go to into the intermission. Then out of the intermission, 2-11 into the frame. Who else but Luke Amell? Offensive dynamo Luke Amell. He gets his first goal of the season. Coming down the right-hand side, just rips one home uh, over the shoulder, right off the faceoff dot, his first of the year. Uh, Magnus Godowski getting his first assist, and Matthew Croxel his sixth assist. Black Bears up to to nothing but 540 into the frame Liam Varmecki for Danbury he gets on the board uh, just a wrist shot through traffic on the uh, power play and gets a power play goal for his troubles there Black Bears up two to one but not long after that less than two minutes Adam Shankula pots home his seventh of the year just a top shelf ripper over the shoulder of Kerr and uh, seventh of the year, Dimitri Kibru, 16th assist. Mike Ergo, his seventh assist. Black Bears back up to a two-goal advantage. Then in the just past the middle part of the frame, with only 8.25 remaining, Luke Amell again. Somebody cool, cool him off. He is on fire. Ripping one home from the point. Uh, gets through Keir, and that's his second of the game. Trace Johnson's fifth assist. Adam Shankula's 14th assist. Black Bears now up 4-1, to one, and that's what we, they would go to into the third period. Third period, though, uh, Noah Zetsky, five, uh, 53 in, gets Danbury back on the board, just over the shoulder of LePec uh, in the middle, cutting across 4-2 to two for Maryland. Black Bears quickly right after that, uh, under two minutes from that. Adam Shankula gets his second of the game, eighth of the season. A nice little turnover created by Captain Kebrew. Gets it up to uh, Shankula. Shankula puts it home for his eighth of the year. Kieber's 17th assist. Keaton Lipsick getting a secondary assist, number seven on the year for him. And then a minute and a second later, you couldn't have uh, gotten it better. Uh, Kinu Kren, just havoc in front of the net, and he pots home his fifth of the year, finds a loose puck on the side of the net, just decides to rip it home. Ryder Nyhouse with his third assist. Ben Tauscher with his fifth assist. Black Bears in the, uh, in the cruise seat by a score of 6-2 to two at this point. Dan Barry did have one more at 12-32. Emerson Molas with his fourth of the season with the man advantage. And, uh, yeah, cut the lead in half once again for the third time in the game. But, you know, the the junior hat-tricks didn't give up. You got you to gotta give them that. They had a little bit of a, a kick to them in this one. Uh, they were ringing shots off the post here, there, everywhere. But uh, nothing to show for it. And then uh, Ryder Ninehouse with uh, his third of the year into the empty net with uh, two minutes, uh, just under two minutes remaining for his third of the year. Kareem El-Bashir's 13th assist, Jesse Horacek's sixth assist. That's how it all ended. Black Bears take this one 7-3. to three. Owen LePec, 20 saves once again for his second straight uh, win of the weekend, as it were. 
And uh, Black Bears getting into it. Another sweep, second straight weekend with a sweep, which is uh, always good. You all, Like I said, you always want to get these points when you can, how you can, whenever you can. As we look at the all-too-early score uh, standings board, Black Bears 13 Three and two 28 points put them at the top of the division, even though Maine has some games in hand. Uh, plus 28 goal differential on that one. Four straight, eight of their last 10, and they will take on the Rochester Junior Americans. And uh, Junior Americans, Black Bears have only faced off once. Black Bears did get a win and a shootout loss, so three of four points out of there. But still, it's a situation where we're going to have to see how this all pans out. Rochester does have a lot of of offensive firepower. Their goaltending isn't too shabby either. But again, you have to worry about uh, Matteo Dipsido, and you also have to worry about Massimo Gentili. I mean, these guys are, you know, top goal scorers in the league. So it's going to be an interesting situation on how uh, the Black Bears are going to be able to corral them, which should be, they kind of held them to, uh, held them at bay in the first series against each other. But now you're back on home ice. You're going to have the fans behind you. It's going to be a huge huge weekend so if you can get out to piney orchard go out and get out to piney orchard because it is going to be a wild one speaking of wild ones hey dimitri kebrew had a wild weekend put up six points all of them assist and then next thing you know he gets named first star of the week uh gotta enjoy that uh huge huge weekend for himself and and just shows the growth that he's had over these last three years as a black bear um, ending out his junior career, trying to end it out with another bang, another trip to Blaine. Should be an interesting situation with what happens here. But, you know, doing pretty good for themselves in the early going there. And now we move on to the interview portion of the show. And we start off with uh, head coach Clint Millimock, who uh, gives us a little insight on the last four games for the Black Bears. Here with head coach Clint Millamock. Coach, since we last spoke, heck of a time. Four in a row for you guys right now. Uh, Got to enjoy what's going on. It gives us different levels, too, of how you guys have won. Yeah, just finding ways. I mean, every, every um, I guess, a sign of, of good teams is, is figuring things out uh, when you're not at your best all the time or, or when you're firing on, on all cylinders. Like, just finding a way. It's such a long season, and... You know, there's things we have to work on, but we, we try and make sure the guys know, like, this, winning is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, now, are, are, are there things that we need to keep fixing and getting better at? Absolutely. So that's kind of the mindset is be happy with the wins, but turn the page and, and let's let's work on the on the next things to make sure we're, we're a complete team. How have you enjoyed the buy-in so far from these guys? There's a lot of people just giving up their bodies to block shots as well as being on the offense as well. Yeah, it... it and it goes in waves. Like one week is this guy just seems to be in front of pucks a lot. Whether that's because there's <laughs> mistakes before them, they got to recover. They're desperate. I don't know, but but they, they all seem to be able to, to 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 buy in when it comes to that and and you know do the gritty things. Um, at this level, we can accept sometimes where it's not perfect, but the effort is there, and and that's what I feel like our guys are. They know when when they got to recover and get back and a sacrifice, and they seem to do it. Now you look at someone like uh, the two younger guys, Evan Sofakitis has played very well this year and has, oh, has uh, Owen Lepak. Your younger guys stepping up has to be good for your future as well. Well, those two things, um, the young guys always, I mean, you call them old guys, like okay. a 20-year-old, 60-year-old <laughs> grizzled vets, but it, it just, it, that youthful enthusiasm is in the room and, and that jolt of energy, and, and that, that's huge for, for those guys, keep them young. And, uh, but they have, to be, they have to be able to play. Like our, our deal is if you're, 
you know, 17 or 16 year old in our league, you can't be in the stands. It's no, no good for your development. You can't just be a five minute a night guy. You have to play. So the guys that have come in have done a great job of, of getting into the, into the, into the lineup, uh, being productive and being helpful. And, and they're still young and, and learning things uh, about this level, but, but they're very talented too. We're going into a scenario where you saw Danbury for a second time. You're going to see Rochester for a second time. We're looping in to where we're at, where we're seeing repeat teams over and again. What can you and the coaching staff do to adjust and adapt on the fly for these guys? Uh, they play heavy and, and they're, they're very well coached, good structure, um, opportunistic. They like to get up ice in a hurry. So if, if you don't have a good forecheck, you can't get stuck on the board staring at them as they're deer. Our, our passing pucks up like so very good in transition um, like I said their power play against us was very good um, you can understand what they're trying to do and, and and we have to do a better job of defending it but they they score goals like they they do a good job putting pucks in the net they compete hard and our job is to be a little better structurally against them this time around and and um, you know match that compete because they they bring it every game and they don't back down so they're a very good test and they're a very good opponent just past Halloween, your favorite candy growing up? Uh, I mean, Kit Kat is, is, mm -hmm. is, was always my favorite. And, and we were talking about that downstairs a bit, like what candies do you guys bring us today? And, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of most of it, to be honest. There's not much <laughs> I would say no to growing up. But um, Kit Kats are still, to this day, part of my diet, which may be not good sometimes. Coach <laughs> <laughs> Milmock, thank you very much. All right, thank you. Next, we move on to defenseman Evan Sofakitis, who just recently uh, committed to the University of Maine earlier in October. We get his thoughts on that, as well as playing beyond his uh, his scant 16 years. Evan Sofakitis joins me right now. Evan, uh, first off, congratulations. You just recently committed to the University of Maine. Uh, what went into making that decision for yourself? Um, I mean, obviously, a lot went through it. Uh, as soon as I got to Minnesota, a lot of like schools were talking, and... Uh, so we kind of just looked at who like who was most interested. Uh, we obviously took the visit out there in Maine. We were playing Friday, Saturday. We went out there Thursday. Uh, we liked it. I mean, obviously they're doing renovations. They're building something special. So I think we really liked it and just decided to like, come out there. Yeah. And you know, stay a black bear. That's always a good thing too. Yeah. Now you're one of the younger youngest players on the team right now, but you're playing much older than that. You know, what has gone into your maturity as a player? Um, I think. Not to like to my own horn, but I think I've always been a little bit more mature, just like kind of like off the ice excluded, uh, just kind of just been a little bit more mature than like kids my, my age. So I think that that helps. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's still things for me to learn. Um, I'm not as experienced as other people, and I, I understand that. And sometimes other people are going to get those shots just because they're more experienced, and I get that, and that's fair. Uh, but I don't know, just, uh, just playing, and not really much goes into it. Yeah, I just kind of play my game. And the team's been playing their game as well, winning eight of their last ten. What has gone right for you guys so far? Uh, I think that we just have a good team, good players. I think we still have a lot of room to improve, and we can improve a lot and become a bit much better team than we are right now. But if we're doing all right and we're not playing our best, then it's, it's uh, then there's a lot of room. If there's lots of room to improve and we're still winning, then it's a good sign. And you spent a lot of time in Michigan, where you're from, the Little Caesars program as well. But how has that transition been from the 18U AAA area to now junior hockey? Yeah, uh, well, I actually didn't, I played 16s last year. Oh, 16, year. okay. Yeah, yeah. so, um, it, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I remember last year I played a call game for Youngstown. It was quick, like, it was fast, uh, a lot faster. And I think this year it hasn't been as big of, like, a transition as last year, how fast it was, but I feel like now I'm more ready. And, I, like, in this, as I came in, I've uh, been able to handle it well. 
Now we go into uh, Rochester this weekend. Uh, what are you guys looking to do in terms of how they might adjust after you guys' first meeting, how you guys might adjust to them? They're a physical team, uh, I think, so I think we just need to have a good pushback, just play hard, and uh, just play our game. I think we'll be fine. Just past Halloween, what was your favorite candy as a kid? Favorite candy as a kid? I don't know, I feel like chocolate's good sometimes, but it gets old. Yeah. So I go with like, right now it's like the Airhead Extreme Bites. Like those are, <laughs> those are the best. Uh, so like some, some, some type of gummy, I don't, something like that. Yeah, All I right. like those for sure. Excellent. Sticking it together. Evan Sofakitas, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And last but not least, we will uh, talk with Luke Amell, who had a heck of an offensive output this weekend. We get into that and also uh, what he thinks about his time in Maryland over the past uh, year year and change. Luke Amell, defenseman for the Maryland Black Bears, joins me now. Luke, what a weekend for you, man. Two goals uh, over the weekend and uh, as a team, just rolling right along. How do, you get, how do you like the look of the team so far this year? Yeah, you know, the boys were really going this weekend. You know, they... Uh, we're really starting to come together just like through systems and stuff. So it, would, it was really like a good stride in the right direction. For you, uh, not necessarily known as a goal scorer, but to get that uh, weight off your shoulders has got to be good too. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, the boys were pumped for me. You know, it was, uh, it was a pretty cool moment. And for you especially, you've developed a lot over the last few years. You've spent 19 games here last year and then into this year. How have, what did you do over the summer to help progress your game? I mean, just practicing and working out, you know, hanging out with friends and uh, working out in the backyard and stuff. So, you know, just doing doing little little things like that. That basic fun labor helps you helps you get yeah, stronger. The friends right? the friends <laughs> get me going. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> always good. So we look into coming into this weekend, taking on Rochester once again. You faced them once before, and now we're into that time where you're facing teams over and again. What's the biggest thing to help uh, you guys adapt and adjust to what teams might throw at you and what you might throw at teams? I think just playing our game, you know, just like getting pucks deep, um, pressuring hard, you know, like staying calm and collective, you know, and just doing uh, doing the little things right that'll that'll help us. Now you've been around a little bit in the junior landscape. You went to o you were in Omaha, you were in Aberdeen. How has Maryland treated you so far over these like year and a half? Oh, Maryland's great. You know, it's the best spot for juniors, I think. You know, the billets are great, fans are great, coaches are great. You know, there's no bad thing you can say about Maryland. We just passed Halloween. What was your favorite Halloween candy growing up? Probably Twix. Twix? Yeah. All right, perfect. Twix. Excellent. Luca Mel, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks to uh, Coach Melamuk, Evan Sofakitis, and Luca Mel for their time. Uh, always appreciate it. Same goes to Jess and Chris at the Black Bears for help setting it up and accommodating everything. Videos on Defending Den MBB. A little housekeeping before we get you on your way. Um, news broke on... Monday, that Jack Winnicky, uh was no longer with the squad. He has been picked up by the Lone Star Brahmas, won both of his games there this past weekend. So uh, congratulations to him uh, getting uh, back on the ice and also uh, getting some wins out of it as well. Jack played last year uh, and this year started off 5-0 and for the Black Bears, got goalie of the month for October and was a solid force in net uh, last season during the big uh, Robertson Cup run. So uh, good luck to him moving forward in everything so uh appreciate that um so yeah moving onward we get to some alumni news because jack winnicky now part of the alumni uh and one of the bigger notes one of the bigger alumni wilmer skoog uh skoog is uh on his way to get a little bit more uh apt to the pro game he has been sent down to the florida everblades of the echl he is uh going to uh play get some more playing time this way uh, and get some more development into the game and hopefully succeed. The Everblades back-to-back 
uh, Kelly Cup champions in the ECHL. So, I mean, it's not like he's uh, going to a bunch of slouches. Uh, so we will see what he can do in Florida and then maybe get his way back up to Charlotte sooner rather than later. First-year Black Bear Luke Salem got a goal and an assist this past weekend as he's now the uh, leading the St. Lawrence University squad. Uh, gets a goal in a tie against Michigan Tech and then got an assist in a loss against uh, the Lake Superior State Lakers. Uh, puts him at two points in six games for the former Black Bears Blue Liner. Another blue liner, Aiden McDowell, uh, getting back onto the uh, onto the ice with Stevenson University, already making dividends. Three assists this past weekend as Stevenson swept the weekend against SUNY Canton. Uh, so huge, huge, uh, great, great for him to pick up where he left off from last season. Last season had a hell of a season, especially on the power play for his first year. So we will keep an eye on him, and he's close by. So it's always good to uh, keep a keen eye on him for that. So there's just a couple of the Black Bears uh, alumni. We will kind of just pick pick and choose and go forth with what we can do in the time allotted and the information provided and all that other fun stuff there. But that's it. That's all. We have done it again. Uh, if you can't make it out to the ice rink for the Rochester series, go ahead and watch an NAHL TV. It's a good time had by all. Uh, but get down to the rink if you can uh, at the Piney Orchard box office and tickets.marylandblackbears.com for everything involved there. Uh, I'll see you down there. I'll see you at the rink. Say hi to me. It'd be great. Uh, shake hands. Have a long, awkward conversation, as is is my uh, my delicacy. What I serve to you, I serve awkward conversation, and all that fun stuff. So, in any case, uh, you guys uh, be well. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Uh, check us out at Defending Den MBB on Twitter and ClutchandCrabHockey.com for all information there. So until I see you guys next time, be well, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you down the road. Peace.